0: Welcome back to another episode of Total Recaps. I'm your host, Steven Melendez, and today we're going to be talking about the Miami Dolphins. I mean, how awesome does it feel right now to be a Dolphins fan? I mean, me, I'm 28 years old, so my entire life has been nothing but really, really garbage Miami Dolphins football. Like, the, like as far back as I can remember is, like, the Dante Culpepper days. And, you know, we got, like, Cleo Lemon, A.J. Feely. Obviously, we had Chad Pennington for a year. He was good, uh, but only for a year. And then even that year, it was Matt Castle was out. Um, but, I mean, we're just getting such great football. And it just it, it makes everything feel so much better doesn't it? I mean, if you're listening right now and you're a Miami Dolphins fan, I mean, your your life has to be feeling just that much better than it has every other year because at this point in the season, we're usually just thinking, I mean, can we please get a wild card spot? Just 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 get that 6 seed, just get in there. That's all we're asking. Just some competent quarterback play. That's all we want. And 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 right now Going into the bye week, in week what are we what are we in right now? I think week ten. In week eleven, we're in week eleven. Getting to the bye week, and we're leading the division by half a game over the six and three surprising New York Jets, and of course the struggling Buffalo Bills, who are at six and three as well. I mean, Buffalo Bills have started their division zero and two. Miami Dolphins are two and one. They did unfortunately lose to the uh, New York Jets, Uh, but we're not going to talk about that today. We're only talking about how great this team has played over the first 11 weeks of the, or I guess you can say first 10 weeks of the season. And the first person you have to mention is Tua Tagovailoa, the man who is second, second in MVP rankings right now. I mean, just think about that. Think about it. I mean, I'm literally losing my mind thinking about how the fact that we have probably one of the the best quarterbacks in the NBA. I do a lot of NBA talk in the NFL. In the NFL right now. I mean, the man has 18 touchdowns to three interceptions. 18 touchdowns. I I mean, I've never seen... I, I was literally talking to my family... This past Sunday, as we were watching us absolutely destroy the Cleveland Browns, and we were—I was just talking to them about—I've never seen football like this. Even when Chad Pennington was on this team, you know, and and you, you had the Brandon Marshall's and you know the Ronnie Browns back then, you know, it, it never felt like this ever. Like I'm going into games now, into into the week, expecting my team to put on a show. I've never felt this way about the Miami Dolphins, ever. And, and it feels great. It feels on top of the world. I mean, not mean, that doesn't mean that this is going to last. I mean, that's kind of what we're going to be talking about now. You know, I mean, what they have for the remainder of the season and, and if they can hold on to this lead in the AFC East, which is now proving to be the most competitive division in the NFL. I mean, it's just incredible to watch. And this is with a limited... Back, uh what, what do you call it um a limited secondary with multiple injuries to to guys like uh byron Jones Xavier howard has been out for some time I I mean it's ridiculous you know I, I you and you can't do anything about it but just next man up mentality which is exactly what we've seen I, I'm gonna go down to this uh to, to the list here so I can see how the the past the like, flag let me see you got javon Holland Coho, the undrafted cornerback, Justin Bethel, the veteran, just just coming in and playing his role with with four pass deflections this season. I mean, Xavier Howard obviously doing his thing. I mean, he was out one game. One game, fine. But still, we've been without Byron Jones for pretty much the entire season. Has it not been the entire season? Yeah, he hasn't played once. He literally has not played once. We have had to deal with and, and we had one what one game, one decent game of of Noah Igbin Nagani. I don't even know how to say his name. I mean, is it really is there a point to knowing his name? I mean he had one good game and then now he's been quiet. I haven't seen him once since that game against what? Was it uh what game did he did he like absolutely hit it off against? Uh it was the Pittsburgh, right? It was it was in the Pittsburgh Steelers game, I think, where he was just Incredible. He couldn't. Yeah, it was the Steelers game where he got the interception to win the game. After that, I haven't seen him. He's he has he's only been in thirty two percent of snaps, uh, or I guess thirty two percent against Detroit, twenty six percent against Chicago. Just hasn't played. But in the end, I mean, this team has been dealing with injuries and has still been playing to at a high level. And I understand the defense has not been you know at the top of its game as as we you know been used to over the past couple of years it's obviously been been the offense that has always been inept it, it you know there there has been no re- resemblance of a Miami Dolphins offense in the past decade nothing absolutely nothing so to to now see it reversed is kind of is kind of weird you know, I still haven't really gotten used to it and and it's kind of weird to trust it 100% because we've been so I've been so trained my entire life to just assume that it's not going to work out for the Dolphins. That it's just not going to happen cuz it's always been the opposite. Like it like we've always been on the losing end of of any situation. You know, there's been some decent seasons, you know, obviously Brian Flores brought us some very solid, you know, we were relevant again, we were a solid team, but of course never got over the hump because of one reason or another, whether it was on the field, off the field, it, there was always something. But now with Mike McDaniel bringing this new vibe into the team, the, 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 communication and the connection between the quarterback to a tug of iloa is incredible you know the 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 new you know star in the wide out cheetah that we have now that we signed in the offseason for over a hundred million you know it, it changing the landscape of this team and this franchise and it feels so good i mean i i don't think i can say that enough because it's the first time i can honestly feel good you know great even about my miami dolphins so i mean i just going through the season i mean obviously starting off winning three straight games you know and against the buffalo bills and the new england patriots on that morning and of course you got to add that 42-38 game you know, win over the Baltimore Ravens, where we came back from down, what was it, 14 to 38? It was ridiculous. I mean, we should not have won that game. Baltimore absolutely just choked it away. But Tua, with six passing touchdowns in that game, just ridiculous. Uh, It was was so much fun to watch. But then, of course, the tragic Cincinnati Bengals. I mean, I don't even want to talk about what happened to him. I'm just glad that he's He's okay and playing at the level that he's playing at right now. It, it's it's so it's such a great story, you know. It, it, everybody was so down on him. I mean, it, it was hard to think he could just come back and be okay after how how scary that looked, you know. It, I'm sure everyone was worried for his career at this point, but he comes back against the Pittsburgh Steelers, and even though the offense only put up 16 points. You know, it, it looked so much better than how it looked with Skylar Thompson or Terry Bridgewater behind center. It it, it just did. The impact that he brought was already felt in that 16-10 win over the Pittsburgh Steelers. And then it continued again into the game against the Detroit Lions where they won 31-27. You know, it, it was on the roads. Any road game is going to be tough. But they came out with the victory with 476 Total yards of offense. I mean, like, what? Like, the Dolphins don't do that, but they did in this game. And it was mainly in the air, which is how, which has, you know, been the the case for this entire season. I mean, we we have probably the best pass attack in the entire league. A lot of people have been saying that, and and why wouldn't you think so? You got two ridiculous wideouts in Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell. I mean, you got a red zone target. Monster target in uh, Mike Jacecki. You got an underrated, I mean, guy who's just came out of nowhere. In in uh, was it Trent Sherfield who is just killing the game right now. You know Cedric Wilson who I mean literally just being used as a punt and kick returner for for what uh, what are we paying like twenty four million dollars. Uh, when when you got Trent Sherfield just absolutely killing the game that that touchdown with the toe tapping in the end zone against the uh, Cleveland Browns. Probably the, one of the nicest passes I've seen from Tua. But the composure to grab that ball and, and stick it in the end zone. I mean, just, just awesome game. It's an awesome game. And, and dude, this receiving core is just so nice. It's it's so good. I mean, and, and then you look at just all these games. Now on this recent four-game win streak, I mean, what are they averaging right now? What, like 30 points a game? Something like that. 39 points against the Cleveland Browns, 35 against Chicago Bears, 31 against the Detroit Lions, and obviously in Tua's first game back, it took him a little bit of time, but the defense was there with 10 points allowed against the Pittsburgh Steelers. I understand you had uh, Kenny Pickett or, you know, the the rookie quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers, and he, you know, was obviously going through some growing pains there, but you'll take that win. And now coming off your bye week, you're going to have a game against the Houston Texans and you're looking at that at home, that's that's a game. That, I mean, almost a game. I mean, no, no, no game is guaranteed, and you would never want to say that as a fan. But, I mean, that's looking very, very winnable. You know, then it gets a, a little bit difficult because then you go on a three-game road trip against three very difficult opponents. You go to the West Coast against San Francisco 49ers and then the Los Angeles Chargers. Those are going to be two tough games, and I'm very... The one I'm, I'm most excited for is that 49ers game. I mean, that could be a Super Bowl matchup right there. I know a lot of people are talking about Philadelphia, Dallas, if Dak Prescott can get right. But San Francisco with Jimmy G, with CMC now there, Debo. Watch out for that 49ers team. I mean, they can surprise you. Uh, And then, of course, the Chargers game. 2 versus... (laughs) Come on. Oh, this is going to be too much fun. I mean... Come on, you got to be excited for it. Tua? Tua is going to be going up against none other than who? Justin Herbert? Come on. Like, uh, the, obviously the narrative was always that Justin Herbert was far and away better than Tua, and even that Tua has, sucks. But now you're looking at the way things are going this season. I mean, Justin Herbert has... Taken a step back. I mean, he continues to lose. I mean, obviously the injuries have piled up for the Chargers, and that needs to be said. I mean, my fantasy team is absolutely in shambles, and Mike Williams being out for for what four weeks now has a big, big part to do with it. But I mean, Tua's just lighting it up. I mean, Justin Herbert was not putting these kind of numbers up. Uh, He was not putting up these kind of numbers. Like, I mean, Tua is nearly first in the league in, like, every significant quarterback category. QBR, what, pa- uh, not passing yards or, um, not like the ones with Connie, because obviously he missed three games. But, like, passing yards per, uh, like, air yards per attempt, uh, what is it, passer rating and QBR, obviously. Uh, what, what else, um... There were a couple. I just remember seeing it on ESPN, but he's leading in so many. And he's in the oh, he's in the MVP discussion. I mean, just saying it's thinking about it every time just kind of drives me kind of crazy because it's just like it, I can't believe it. But I, I mean you look at this stretch, obviously, Houston, you gotta win that game, but then you look at this three game road trip, and if you can come out of it two and one, I mean, obviously you got a tough game in mid-December against the Buffalo Bills on the road. It's gonna be really cold. A lot of people have been talking. Can this Miami Dolphins team handle being in cold weather? I mean, it's it's a valid it's a valid question, and I'm excited to see it. And you know, if if we can go in there and win that game, I mean no one can deny us now. Like nobody. You know, so I mean, but that's that's still five weeks away. You know, we're not even out of November yet. So, you know, let's just take care of business against Houston, and then get ready for that road trip. So, I mean, obviously you can tell from my voice I'm super excited about what this season will, you know, continue to, you know, bring us and and show us. It's been fun. It's been a fun, fun ride, and and I just can't wait to keep on watching. So so that was just my quick state of the Miami Dolphins today. You know, since we're hitting a bye week, I figured I'd just give my thoughts on, on how things have been going so far. Uh, So, you know, thank you for listening so far and have a great day.